Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to my Brit Rest journey. I'm Chris Lappin, and I'm delighted to be joined online by the most dangerous man in British wrestling. A man who's had the pleasure of training me for the last eight months. It's Sean Early. How do you see Sean? Hello, nice to see you. And it has been quite the pleasure indeed over the last eight months, I must say. Thank you. <laughs> the pleasure has been all mine. <laughs> I've, I've loved it. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> Good to hear uh, you. Yeah. If you want to say this, this time last year, I was getting out of breath going upstairs. So it's difficult to, to go to what's after. I can do your training class <laughs> yeah well you, your progress has been very very clear like particularly with your fitness you know what I mean that's, that's the thing that's most obvious that, that's uh, progressed if you get me yeah um, after the first training session I did you I couldn't walk for four days my thighs were just <laughs> a mess so I don't think I've ever done a squat in my life I've never done a burpee in my life right <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it's a bit of a shocking system at first I think yeah well some of the stretches you <laughs> made us do I was like I don't think my body knew I had their muscles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, you've got, you got to engage the muscles first before you start using them, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I'm loving it, yeah. I've say I've lost three stone in the last ten months, and yeah, I just, yeah. Wow, impressive. Loving it, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, and it's all, all because when Joel went to go on the Saturday, they didn't have even numbers, so they just asked me to join in. That's really, I didn't, didn't really have any intention of doing it, really. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. That's got to be. Uh, that's got to be a good advertisement for the class as well. You know? Yeah, yeah. Come have fun, get fit, lose weight, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. When, when Brian said do a forward roll, I was like, it's been like thirty years since I've done a forward roll. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do back roll. I was like, I don't think I've ever done a back roll, but uh, yeah, I love. It. <laughs> so, I love it. I kind of wish I didn't wait till I was forty before I started it. But, yeah. So, <laughs> so is it okay. We do start discussing about the temple and training in general we can talk about whatever you want whatever you want I might refuse the question I might plead the fifth amendment (laughs) cool how did you get uh, involved like in training and more particularly then we'll get on to how you got involved with Wrestle Island a bit how did I get involved with trainers and setters and taking classes myself yeah yeah I mean it's something I've been doing for a little while Um, I think think the first class I ever took was like in Wakefield so probably about six years ago, mm. uh, I've had I've had a few classes here and there, and I kind of helped out at other training schools, but I've never really had my own mm-hmm. my own place, if you know what I mean. Um, and then sort of like before lockdown, sort of going forward, my kind of aim was to um, look look more to kind of helping the next generation rather than you know getting myself out there and helping myself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, so the, 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 yeah, the, the plan was to try and train more, and um, hopefully, if, if possible, get my own. Get me on school, and luckily I've uh, been made head trainer at two different places. <coughs> Sorry, since then, so yeah, good stuff, all good. Yeah, there is a good crop of young kids coming through the temple. I think they've got like a Pod and Christie and Ethan or EJ, sorry, and um, yeah. Blake, and, oh, Billy and yeah, no, there's, there's, there's some amazing talent. It's, it's it's ridiculous how much talent there is coming through that place. I didn't like, you know, you, you hope for some for some good guys to mm. to 
to work with and you, you know, you kind of have, um, potentially lofty ambitions of what, what, what the kind of level of talent is going to be like. But it's just kind of exceeded what I expected. If you know what I mean, there's been so, so many good guys and so many good matches and amazing training matches that should, by all rights, have been seen by the public. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of felt bad. I kind of felt bad, like greedy, being the only one sat there watching these uh, ex- exhibitions when um, they should have. They should have been really paying paying customers there as well. Yeah, I heard the pod and Billy had an amazing match, training match the other week, and I was like, oh, I wish I'd stayed and watched. Yeah, they did. They did indeed. It was quite. It was quite something. Yeah, I mean, there was there was several. There was several that week, but yeah, it was, it was quite something. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the temple shows and to these putting getting these training matches in front of a small crowd and get maybe getting them filmed and stuff. It'd be really fun. So. Yeah, good. Should be good. There's a lot of uh, interesting plans going forward, so be good to get them implemented and. Yeah, start pushing forward with that. Cool. Yeah, I was always trying. I at the beginning, I didn't understand why they'd get us absolutely shattered <laughs> and then try and teach us stuff. But as it's gone on and on, it makes sense now. Cause you need to be able to do these moves while she's tired in matches. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm goose now. <laughs> now we've done it. And stuff. <laughs> Just like, so I don't, I don't understand how how the drop off in wrestling training can be quite. Because it is really hard to begin with. Just, just the, yeah, yeah. The I, I, I think that it's completely different to what anything else I've tried to do. Yeah. Just like. I, I think that the thing that a lot of people don't realise, and that maybe a lot of people don't really take into account, is that wrestling a match, even if it's just like a, like a five-minute match, mm. it's it, it's tricky stuff to do it properly. Like you can go out there and half-arse it and you know not really give it the beans that is necessary mm. when you're wrestling in front of people. But to be able to do it properly, you know, to be able to properly perform to the kind of standard that people are going to pay to actually come into the crowd and, and mm-hmm. observe it. Um, it, it's, it's tiring stuff and it's, um, ex- ex- very physically ex- exhausting. And it's, it's a different type of phys- physically exhausting mm-hmm. than most people are used to. So like, you get a lot of people that are, um, you know, maybe really good at running, mm-hmm. can go for really long distances and, uh, on the treadmill and not get tired and, Jog and jog and jog and jog, but when it comes to getting into the ring, it's like, oh, holy shit! I didn't didn't realize it was going to be quite that that kind of tiring because it's a it, it's a different kind of it's a, it's the stop and start and it's the mm-hmm. it's the getting up and getting down and um, you know the the, the 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 kind of spinning and moving and all that kind of stuff that you just aren't, aren't used to in regular day to day life no. and you aren't even necessarily used to in regular athletic life. So that's kind of why it's really necessary to get everybody used to all those kind of movements. So it's so it's not tiring when when you do them, and then uh, I mean I, th- I think it's fair to say that now you kind of got used to those warm ups and those drills. It's um, you don't you don't feel exhausted. You're kind of ready for you know yeah, ready ready for learning yeah. and ready ready yeah, for all of it. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do say I can do a 45 minute spin class, but me and Day did a three minute training match. That's absolutely good. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't even that much in it. We weren't doing that much running. There was a lot of locking up, and it was just basic mm. stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. I, th- I think a lot of that is is the, the more used to getting in, uh, sorry, the more used to being in there you are, mm. the more used to conserving your energy you, you'll be. So like you know when you're locking up, you kind of can't help but because you want it to look good, don't you? So you kind of you kind of can't help but like putting all your effort into you know into, into making it look like it's the most fierce, brutal lock up you've ever done. So after 15 seconds of doing that, you're pretty exhausted because you've, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've been putting all, all your effort in, but. Once you once you kind of get used to it, and it becomes more of a natural uh, muscle memory kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can you can still put that same, or you can still look like you're putting that same effort in, but 
whilst you're actually not really doing the right lot, and you can you can serve in your energy for the you know for the next thing, or for when you actually <coughs> for when you actually need to be running about or whatever. Yeah, because that was one of the, the first like real criticisms you had of me was that I was, I was going in too hard or too stiff, and, and I, yeah, I just I, I just didn't know how how you'd how hard to do things because I've never done it. I was just like, <laughs> it's the same with almost everybody. It's the same with almost everybody. It's like uh, it's it's. I mean, well, I mean, specifically it was to you in, in that, in that, in that instance, but it's certainly not specific to you. It's, it's almost universal. It's, it's mm. very difficult to not do that because you want to, you want to make it look good. So you're trying to, trying to make it look good essentially. And which and is which stri- strikes as well. I was just like, I just didn't know how hard to hit somebody. So it kind of looks crap if you do it too lightly, but you need, you want to get that nice sound. But yeah. Because so obviously we don't want to, you know, we don't want to be hurting each other and breaking each other's jaws. But in a lot of ways, it's more tiring to throw the strike so it looks like mm. there's force and there's you know intent behind it. Mm-hmm. But you're pulling it so you're not actually hurting the guy. That in a lot of ways is more tiring than, than throwing the thing with full force. As if you were you know if you're hitting a punch bag or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've been punched in the face twice <laughs> to train. <it> so <laughs> That's never fun. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. We'll, we'll leave it twice as well. No, no more. No more. No, no, it wasn't was training with you, so solid and. Oh, I thought you were just talking about out on a Saturday night when too many beverages. I can't remember who it was, but it was Jordan who jawed me. We were meant to be like pretending. I think it was with the VGS. They'll teach us how to punch. Yeah, they got slightly too hard. He was meant to hit me to here. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's not ballet. No, not ballet. Nah, I, I got up. I, I was scared I was going to have this huge bruise on the side of my face, but it was all right. <laughs> Uh, so uh, a few of the temple trainees have sent a few questions in. And just, so I was just wondering. Oh, yes. So, hi, uh, Joel. <laughs> he wondered if him and Barry could be a team sometimes on the temple shows. Joel's asking if him and Barry could be a team on the temple shows. Sometimes. Uh, um, <laughs> potentially. I mean, obviously, like, that, that's not really down to down to me to decide. Like, if Barry wants to, if Barry wants to do that, and if Joel wants to, uh, you know, make the make the steps uh, necessary to, you know, to 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 be good enough to, like, you know, get get into the ring on Temple shows. Mm-hmm. Then I can't see why that that wouldn't happen or couldn't happen. But I, yeah, I, it's kind of out of my control. Really. <laughs> <clears throat> he wants to be called Big Duck Energy. So. <laughs> Right, okay, okay. Well, they've got, they've got the team name already, so that's, that's you know, half the battle's already for. Why not? Why not? I also want to know who your favourite Spider-Man is. I think that's not very wrestling, but... Who my favourite Spider-Man is? Well, Peter Parker, of course. I think you meant, um, like, Andrew Garfield or um, Tony Maguire or... Yes. Oh, okay. I think it's not movies, so I'm not sure. Well, no, cause, I mean, there have, there have been multiple spider Spider-Man... Yes. No. <laughs> but yeah, that, 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 yeah, I think it'd be quite odd if the answer wasn't Peter Parker there. Okay, favorite. Uh, that's tough, man. That's tough. I think probably my favorite individual movie of all the of all the, the of all the Spider-Man ones was the, the first uh, Garfield one, The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was I thought that was excellent, but I wouldn't necessarily say ah, I don't I don't know. That's a, t- that's a tough one. I don't know. They're, they're, they all have their merits. They all have their merits. I, I, I think yeah. There's great things coming from the Amazing Spider-Man, and I think they just tried to throw too much into the second one. Mm, yeah, it kind of, kind of. Yeah. It was, it was flawed. It wasn't, it wasn't perfect by any means. I had some issues with the way the Peter Parker character was kind of portrayed. I feel like there was some fundamental elements of the Peter Parker character 
the, well, like the, the fundamentals that kind of weren't necessarily there. Like he was a bit, he was a little bit too cool. Uh, but I think as as a movie, it was probably the one that I enjoyed the most. Despite, despite the applause. I have, I have a soft spot for the first Tobey Maguire one, because my favourite wrestler is Macho Man, and Macho Man's in it. <laughs> it's just like, not long before he died. Yeah, so, so, so. yeah the, both, both the first two Tobey Maguire ones are fantastic, to be fair. Both awesome. The third one's watchable, but I don't know if it's because it's so bad it's good, or it's... But I, I, do I, don't, I, don't have major, I don't have a major issue with it. It's It's like... It's 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 bloated and they they try to do too much and it's like it's clearly the weaker of the three. Oh, but as a standalone movie, like if you're not if you're not comparing it to the other two excellent excellent movies, I don't I don't really I don't really have I don't see it as problematic, <laughs> shall okay. we say? Okay, uh, Warren would like to know about your training and how many hours did you put in and how long did it take you to get onto shows and stuff like that. Uh, but, 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 right, okay, so. Um, I was trained under the tutelage of a couple of world of sport legends uh, by the name of Jeff Kay and Drew McDonald, mm-hmm. uh, who, neither, neither of whom are with us anymore, sadly. No. Uh, but I'm, I'm going, obviously, way, way, way back to the early 2000s. Um, I'm trying to think how long it was, but I, I was definitely like not ready to have my first match when I did have my first match. But I'm, I'm trying to think like is that is, is that in hindsight at the time? Did you think you were ready? But in hindsight, you weren't. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Everybody thinks they're ready at the time. Of course <laughs> they do. But no, no, I was I was nowhere near ready. Um, I think it was about seven months in. Um, I feel like I was put into like a rumble or something, probably maybe six months in, and then I had my first match like seven months in uh, with the guy called Taylor Taylor Phoenix. He was called at the time Tommy Taylor. He went on to be known oh, well, as Tommy Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, I got signed by the WWE and whatnot. He was a good guy. Um, although, like, retired years and years ago. It's, just, it's a shame. He had so much, he had bags and bags of talent, but I think hmm. after he got released by the WWE, his art wasn't in it, in it anymore. So, it is what it is. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, my training. <laughs> um, oh yeah, first match with Tommy Taylor, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that was, I, I, I certainly put a lot of hours in. I certainly put a lot of work in. I mean, I was, I was definitely training like twice a week for the first five, six months and then probably more than that, uh, like beyond that because I was getting as much ring time in whenever sort of we were going to shows and whatnot. I, I didn't I didn't even step foot in a ring until the first time I was at a show. I had like oh, wow. five, five plus months of training just on, on mats. Um, there wasn't much, there, there wasn't like facilities, things weren't, things weren't good like back then. Mm-hmm. Um, two, 2002 was when I had my first training, training session and to, to say that British wrestling was a different animal then than it than it is now is like yes massive <laughs> understatement. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. Completely, later, so. completely different. Just yeah, just thank thank you, lucky stars. <laughs> <laughs> and then and finally, uh, Charlie would like to know when is a good time to contact promoters. He knows that he's a far way off, but for, just for future references. <laughs> When is a good time to contact promoters? Uh, so, well, see, that's interesting because it, de- it depends what specific promoters you're talking about. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of point messaging, you know, the guys at Rev Pro or Progress no. when you've only got <laughs> like a, tra- a training reel or whatever. But um, you've got you've got to understand the fact that promoters aren't there to to do people favors. If there's nothing that you can offer the promoter, mm-hmm. then why 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 should they offer like serv- services to you? Um, well, once you've got, once you've got some decent footage yeah. that looks good and it looks it looks like you could be not necessarily an asset to any show, but you could you could add something to 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 you know the, the specific show that you're that you're trying to contact. 
as it were. So, you know, obviously you need to know what your lane is. <laughs> as, as it, you know, without, without me sound patronising about it or whatever, you need to know kind of what your, uh, what your limitations are or whatever. Um, and also be aware of what, what looks good and what doesn't and what sells and what doesn't. And, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you've got, if you've got gear and if you've got a character and you've got decent, decent footage, then there's a, there's a, there's a chance promoters, promoters will look at you. But for the most part, they're only going to be booking the people that they, that, that they've considered themselves. Mm-hmm. That, that's another thing that people don't necessarily tend to realize. Um, you know, the, the con- contact, sorry, excuse me, <coughs> contacting promoters with the hopes of getting booked, but, if, if, if you're a promoter running a show, the chances are you already know it, all the people that you want to have on your show before, you know what I mean, before, before you've actually run the show. So yeah, yeah, you need to you need to give them a good reason as to as to why they should they should take a punt on you. Hello, this is RP Davis, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Uh, so how was your 2022 in ring? I said I really enjoyed your Wrestle Island and stuff with um, like RPD and. I'm really enjoying that feud so far, and I can't wait for the actual blow-off match. So, it, but maybe away, yeah. away from Wrestle Island, I, I, how was it? Yeah, it's been it's been all right. Um, I mean, like, like I say, to be honest, it, it's <laughs> there's this kind of joke that we have at training. There's, I, I get uh, some stick from a from a couple of the other lads, specifically Nathan. Funnily enough, he's always the, <laughs> he's always he's always the cheekiest one. We do love Nathan, but he can be a, a cheeky yeah. lad. Um, but the, the, yeah, the, the gag that I've retired, which I haven't, I definitely have not retired, despite the fact that I'm doing more training than uh, I was before and a little bit less wrestling. Uh, I am, I am still like on the scene somewhat. Uh, but yeah, my 2022 was was good. I had some I had some good matches. You put me on the spot, and I can't specifically <laughs> what they were right now. But like, no, it's, it, it was it was sound. It was sound. But yeah, but yeah, like I say, I I, I have somewhat taken a, a step back from. I don't, basically, I don't travel as much anymore as, as, as the main thing. Yeah. Um, because I'm taking sort of like three, four, three, four classes a week. Uh, I, I just don't really, I just don't really have the time to be, you know, taking really, really long, long trips. So I, I tend to restrict myself to what, what shows are, are relatively local as well as obviously, you know, Wrestle Island, because that's where, uh, that's where my home from home is, as it were, as you can tell from my silly accent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was, it, it was still good. I still, I still, very much enjoyed it. I still very much uh, love telling stories and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so what, what I like about your feud of RP Day is because you were the the fan favourite, the homeboy, and it's that the crowd you feel that the crowd actually turned on you, or it's not even that they turned on you, they're just not supporting you as much. That seems to be the beef. That's yeah, I, like about I wasn't it. very happy about that, was I? No. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I got a bit. I feel like I got a bit annoyed about that. I feel like I maybe uh, took it out on the crowd a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. Sometimes. Sometimes you say things <laughs> when, you, when you're in character. It's it, it's it's weird talking about kayfabe stuff in a yeah. non kayfabe interview. And never quite sure where the uh, where the line is is drawn or whatever. But like I've, I feel like I've said so much stuff out of character. It would be a bit, <laughs> it would be a bit silly for me to start cutting promos, uh, yeah, cutting promos on the horrible dirty people of Birkenhead right now. <laughs> I don't mean that, but you know, you know I don't mean that. So, yeah, you also, you also took it took it out some three of your trainees at the last show. <laughs> well, they kind of deserved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've seen them. You've seen those, have you seen the smug looks on the little faces? <laughs> they deserved that one. Oh, poor Blake. Was it the quickest match in Wrestle, uh, Wrestle Island history? Was it 40 seconds, I think? Against uh, yeah. Ethan. <laughs> yeah, you can put that on his resume. Good stuff. Yeah. That's why he's my uh, protege number one pick, or et cetera. Yeah. Me, me, I, know, I know you're not going to be at the Wrestle Island on Sunday. Um, me and Joel did oh, have an idea. Yeah, me and Joel did have an idea at the Rumble that you 
cleared the ring, and then the buzzer went, and then Mike's like, making number 13, the Temple trainees, and then four come out, and they beat you down for a couple of minutes, and maybe you eliminate one or two of them, but then, then the, next, the next entrance was a bit EJ, and then you know, it could have been like a, make it like two on two, type of thing. it was, could have been fun. Right. <laughs> did you suggest that to, uh, to the booker? No, we don't say. We, 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 we and John were talking about it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Wrestle Island is on the 29th. Return to their home in Birkenhead. First show Indeed. in 2023. Three championship matches, a rumble, including over 30 wrestlers. So, but I think the main event must be the raffle because I think they've got the most expensive prize ever. Oh. Six, six bottles of Pride. That must be worth yeah. over a grand these days, wasn't it? Or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Family ticket, twenty five pounds. You can't go wrong with that. So, yeah, the best best value wrestling. Literally. Absolutely, it's gonna be it's gonna be an absolutely cracking show, top to mm. bottom. It'll be awesome. Yeah, and away away from wrestling, you've recently taken over the booking of title championship wrestling. So, uh, yeah, well, it's kind of it's not really a, like a public knowledge thing. Mm, but I, I guess it's kind of like the way things circulate in wrestling. I'd be very surprised if everybody wasn't already aware of that anyway. Mm. So, um. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm certainly uh, taking a big hand in helping with the booking over at Tidal, uh, which is yeah, which is why I won't be at Wrestle Island unfortunately on uh, January because I've got sort of obligations with the first Tidal show back uh, over in over in Huddersfield. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, looking looking forward to that one as well. It should be should be a good show. I've got some really good matches lined up. Just 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 a shame with the way it always works with British wrestling that so many things have to have to clash. It's just it's just unavoidable. It's just the inevitable the inevitable way of things. So the, the show's called New Dawn, so is that like a, a soft reboot or something? Essentially, yeah. yeah. Essentially, it's the, uh, the previous owner um, sold up and we're sort of just basically re- restarting January being an op- operative time to, mm-hmm. to do that as well. You know, new, new, new Year, New Me and all that. New Year, New Title and all that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially a, a, a reboot. We're, we're keeping the champions from uh, the previous show, but... Yeah, there's going, to, there's going to be all new sort of contenders, and there's going to be a lot of the same uh, people that we're used to from the previous roster. But there's also going to be mixing it up, mm-hmm. uh, bringing in a few sort of bigger names as well over the over the coming months. So there's some quite exciting things to look forward to on the on the title front uh, beyond sort of beyond this first show. Not that the first show isn't like exciting, but like I say, we're sort of build, building up to a few different things. So yeah, should be cool. Billy O'Keefe versus Ray Bitt should be a fun match. Yeah, to be honest, that's, that's the one I'm kind of. That's the one I'm the most emotionally invested in because I think that they're two guys that really should be more places. They're both they're both amazing talents, and just for whatever reason, people haven't taken the punt on them, which to me is, is baffling. But when I think when you see this match, that that that'll probably that'll probably change because yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be in big demand shortly. So I'm glad that I'm glad that we've got hold of them now. Yeah, and that uh, that fatal five way tag team match looks. I like yeah, that. well, it's going to be a gauntlet. It's going to be a gauntlet, gauntlet match. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to have two teams starting. It's going to be look, look at the draw. Essentially, two teams start, and then whoever gets elim- whoever gets eliminated, the, uh, the the other team has to face the next team, and then the next team, and then the next team until until we've just got one team remaining, and they're going to be the uh, the new title tag team champions. Or or it's going to be this. Or, or Reese and Rogan are going to re- retain, and we're going to have the same title title tag team champions. We just don't know at this stage, but yeah, it's. Uh, all to play for, as it were. Yeah, I love Reese and Rogan. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome throwback team. Like, you know, such big bruisers. 
Mm-hmm. Such good like tag team chemistry and stuff. Yeah, but they, oh, are, they, they are great. So, but I'll, I'll put link, links to take information for those shows in the below the interviews. This is Christy Quinlan, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. So this usually gives away your age. So who was your favorite wrestler going <laughs> do, do I have to only say one? <laughs> That's <laughs> so hard. Um, I, well, I like I'm a massive Bret Hart mark because he's he's like the goat. He's the greatest of all time. Um, like I loved. I think probably Macho Man was like the the, the first one that I really really resonated with. He, um, yeah, he he got me into wrestling. I think. Like what? Like one, two, three, kid. Um, obviously went on to be sort of six and X Pack and whatnot. But uh, the, the one, two, three kid when I was when I was a little kid was the first one that kind of made me think like, oh wow, it's maybe not just you know superheroes and whatnot that, that could do this. It could be. Uh, uh, yeah, I still, I still love that one, two, three kid. How the, the storyline hardly got hit. Leading up to him beating Razor, how he got beat every week, but he got a little bit better every week, and then he got yeah. week went over yeah. Razor. And, yeah. I mean, like honestly, that's that's one of my favourite storylines of all time. Like that was that was the, the thing that I mean, I was a little kid, so it's, it's not like I watched that and then I went off and started training the, the next yeah, week. But <laughs> that was that that was the moment that that, st- that stuck with me. That was that was the moment that sort of ultimately made me become a wrestler. Essentially, mm. the one two three kid beating Razor Ramon on on Raw when I was uh, a small child. Yeah. Just yeah, awesome stuff. Well, I was probably a little ten or eleven. I can't remember. So ninety three, wasn't it? I'll it was probably, yeah, I was probably eleven. Yeah. It was ninety three. Oh, yeah. I was I was I was minus nine. Oh yeah, the one two three kids match with breasts. That kind of put yeah. them on the map. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really did. And and, and uh, who who better than to put? And uh, Brett for putting people on on the map. Who like has there been anyone better? Yeah, uh, was it the '94 King of the Ring? Him versus Owen, probably the best post under five minute match of all time. <laughs> I think it was only like three minutes. Oh, I was was one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he jump starts in at the beginning. Yeah. No, that's uh, uh, yeah. Good shout, good shout, Chris. That I, think is that's, yeah, I think it is like the best short match of all time. <laughs> I feel like I want to go watch that now. Yeah. Yeah, but just during lockdown, Rachel's a big mark for uh, Bret Hart and uh, Jen, uh, Jen, the new Jen era. So we went back and watched Raw from the beginning. We got we got up to like mid ninety five. We're still getting a bit crap. <laughs> when, when, when they'll build up to Mabel versus uh, Diesel at the SummerSlam. Oh, good old <laughs> the summer of Mabel. What a classic time. The summer of Undertaker versus Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we got off to there. We did watch it a lot. We watched two or three. It's easy to watch, but there's only like 40 minutes long, so you could just binge. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> easy, easy to digest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you always with a good match. Yeah, two or three job job matches and then the squash matches and then have a main event. So it was just like a nice, easy 40 mm-hmm. minutes to watch as well. That's about all your favourite. Yep, smart formatting. Very smart formatting. <laughs> So what what prompted you to draw the tights and get the ring yourself? Well, um, it, funnily enough, we we almost answered that. Like my, my, my standard answer to that would probably be the uh, the the one two three kid and Razor Ramon match. Um, like, like I say, that was that that was that was the moment that, that that sparked it. It was it was obviously several years until um I sort of took the plunge, but it, like it, it, I don't know, it was just it was always kind of there at the back of my mind. I, I, I guess I convinced myself out of it, talked myself out of it. That kind of like, oh, that's not a thing that people do. No, I can't. No, I can't do that. But just as the as the years rolled on, it became it just a, um, it became more and more of a 
of a thing I couldn't ignore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I, I started I started lifting weights and I started doing some martial arts and whatnot. So I wanted to, I, well, because again, I was kind of inspired by the one, two, three kid and X Pack and stuff. So I wanted to like employ some of that kind of uh, martial arts style into my into my wrestling. So uh, yeah, I, I started lifting weights, started um, doing some martial arts and whatnot, and. Uh, researched where a good place to train wrestling would be, and that was where I found out about Jeff and Drew in Leeds, which is what prompted me to move to Leeds. Oh wow! You moved to Leeds to start training as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, nineteen, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Oh, cool. <laughs> a young yeah. lad, baby, yeah. <laughs> baby Sean only. I'd already, I'd already come up with the name Sean only back then. You know, it's like, it, um, <clears throat> I, like I always, I always find it kind of interesting with, with. Some of the lads that, that I train now that they've got, you know, they've got the gimmicks and stuff in mind before, you know, eight, ages before they're even on shows. Because yeah, like I, I mean, I'd, it, it's not like the gimmick was like honed or anything, but like I, I don't know, I just, I just had the name Sean only in mind before I'd even, um, yeah, before I'd even taken my first session or anything. It's weird that it's, it's never changed. No, definitely. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I've, I've on the on the wrestling games and stuff. I've always made myself as VDT. But then Mr. Williams was like, you can't be VDT because we've already got an RPD, so we'll have a free letter day. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, names like Sniper and the Scouse Psycho came up in research. Are they, are they you? Are they just... Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, just nicknames. Yeah, right, just, yeah. Oh, well, to be fair, like, because uh, for quite a while I was shown the Sniper only, hmm. and then I was actually just known as the Sniper for a little while um, at a couple of places. But I'm way, 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 way back. I said I'm talking probably around about 2007. But I don't really think of that as a different gimmick. If you know what I mean, it was just that yeah. they just kind of um, used the they used the nickname as the you know as the, as the announcement name rather than uh, what what my sort of kayfabe real name was. If that makes sense. So I feel I feel like I've always been I've kind of always been Sean only really. Apart from a couple of times when I was Michael Myers, but that's a that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're closely the... guarded secret. A closely guarded secret. Well. Sh- I'm sure. I'm sure no one could realise <laughs> that, that that Michael Myers guy with the exact same bills and height and uh, physique as me was was me. Because it wasn't. Cause it wasn't me. So, so where did the the name Sean Only come from? Um, well, as he's been mentioned multiple times already, let's bring him up once again. As uh, <laughs> as wrestling historians and trivia buffs will probably no doubt be aware, the one two three kid. X Pack, his real name, Sean Waltman. Yeah. And um Jerry Only was the bass player for the Misfits. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, I yeah. thought, thought, thought it kinda of worked, it had a bit of a ring to it as far as I could mm-hmm. as far as I could tell. And there's this there's this kind of running gag that J- Jerry Only from the Misfits is like my sort of my kayfabe dad or my kayfabe uncle or something, which is cool. <laughs> kind of run with that a little bit. Obviously there's a there's a lot of misfits uh in my in my gimmick and in my in my yeah. merch and logos and all that all that stuff. So yeah. I've sort of run with that. Yeah, p- punk was never something I got into. I got, I kind of got dragged down the me- metal route. But yeah, like, but whenever I ever hear punk, I'm I, like, do, I, I, sure, I sure, I sure, I would, I would like that. But just me- none of my friends liked it, so it was just nothing I got dragged into. So, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I do, yeah. I do love me metal as well, more sort of thrash and whatnot, but hmm. sort of the classic stuff. Not so much into modern sounding metal, but no, I, do, I, I do love a bit of metal as well. It's only the last. Year or so, I've tried, I, I made an effort to try and get new ba- new music because I've been listening to them. Because I, you know, when the Spotify do your like top five bands, and every year mm-hmm. it's, it was Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, Metallica, 
Slipknot not <laughs> every year. So I, was like, I made a proper effort to try and. They might not even be new bands; they're just new music for me. So, so yeah, so yeah. I must say, my um, taste in music has broadened significantly recently, and that is largely due to Spotify and how easy it is to to broaden your tastes with such a yeah you know, such a, with such a platform. Yeah, what I, I, uh, yeah, what I tend to do is I, I yeah I put a band in I like, and then they have like that band radio where you kind of mix their songs in with those other bands, and they're like, well, I like that song, and then I listen to their album. They do the same again. I just yeah, make playlists of all the songs I like. Yeah, that, uh, uh, fans of this band also like section yeah. at the bottom, which I, yeah. I find is pretty helpful. Although, although this is kind of sounding like an advert for Spotify, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's kind of really bad for not paying the band. So maybe we should. Oh yeah. Maybe we should <laughs> no, it is, it is it is great. Like I've, I've kind of um, as as <laughs> as I've been annoying a lot of the trainees with. I've been there. I, I, like, I don't know how the hell this has happened, but I've just got myself into six. Traditionally, I've always been into, like, you know, punk and, uh, sort of subcultures of music, oh, like hard, hard, Sh- Shakira, is it? You've been saying you like Shakira? No, it's, no, it's not Shakira. No, it's not. Don't, don't tar me with that. No. No, it's Kesha. Kesha! <laughs> it's Kesha. Well, it's lots of things. It's lots of things. I've just been, I've just been appreciating, like, pop music more recently, you know, like, pro- proper pop music, not just, like, not I mean. I can't even think of a Kesha song. I feel all sad. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> sing I'm like, no, I don't think you're gonna sing it, but I don't. I, you I, have to I, research it yourself. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been annoying the trainees with like putting Kesha on during warm-ups and stuff. It's kind of become a bit of a running joke, but it's not. It's not like an ironic thing. Like I think she's absolutely awesome. But like, it's not. It's not just there. I don't know. Like, um, it, it's like I say, it's just totally, totally out of my wheelhouse from from historically what I've, what I've always listened to and what what I've always been into. But like, just a lot of great. Pop music around, like Taylor Swift and um, what's her name, Miley Cyrus, and like yeah, there's tons of it. It's amazing. Even stuff like One Direction. It's like they're a boy band, but what boy band sounded like when I was a kid compared to what they sound like, it's it's just night and day. It's like the the composition and the the structure and the the production of these songs. It's like it's like amazing. And then like go back and listen to fucking sorry, pardon my French, like E17 and Boyzone or whatever. It's just like it's just a <laughs> Totally, totally night and day. How did, yeah, how did I get onto talking about boy bands? This isn't, this isn't very credible. This isn't, uh, <laughs> getting me any punk points, is it? No. I do have a black flag tattoo, and I do have a sleeve full of misfits tattoos, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just to address the balance a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I say, what about my gym playlist? Just goes for stupid things, like, uh, the other week it went from People Equal Shit by Slipknot to, why are there so many a rainbow song by Kermit the Frog? So it's like just oh, a bit, it's a bit random. <laughs> yeah. Can't be a bit Kermit. But rainbow connection. That's one thing. What's called here? So yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I, I yeah, like, I've got, a, I've got a, a slight obsession with Lionel Richie, and I grew up on Christa Berg and stuff like that. So I've got to be, so I went through a phase of about for a week of just binging Christa Berg. So I was scared that was going to turn up on my Spotify end of year list because it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, lose all cool points there. Yeah, well, all that's yeah, so I got si- I got signed off work for a couple of months with depression earlier this year. So I was, I was just yeah, I just, oh, I used to like Christa Berg. Let's just binge him <laughs> to try and cheer myself up because <laughs> I we got we got these tablets. And I was just a zombie for a couple of weeks. So it was, it was fun. <laughs> but yeah, I think like, things like the gym and the wrestling training has just sort of helped me mentally. So good and physically, obviously. So yeah, it's great to hear. It's great to see him. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing meeting new people because I don't think I've made a proper new friend for years, but I think I've had made friends at training 
even in the short time we've been there. So it's, it's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. great, man. It's, I think it's a really good environment, and it's like it's almost like a little community. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah, I think it's a really supportive group as well. So. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's, mm. there's uh, so much support that goes on. Everyone's so so encouraging. I think that's I think that's why like you know so many people do do so well because you know what I mean because that 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 encouragement is there. It's the you know, it's the carrot and the stick. Uh, yeah, carrot and the stick. Principle. Mm. The character, the character clearly does far better. Yeah, I love about wrestling how inclusive it is as well. Because not many other sports you could have, like at forty, you could go in and start training straight away. <laughs> get to, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to become a technical wizard. But I, hope, I could hopefully put, get to a level I could put on a competent match. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, 40's, 40's, 40's not old. 40's yeah. absolutely not. Old. I will absolutely not. <laughs> <hear it. laughs> Forty's not old, but start starting something at forty. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I could be a Keith Myers and keep going on to the sixties, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not if Keith can do it? Well, Isaac's already made he's a, a plan. Good, he's a good plan. Isaac's plan is my seven-year-old is that me and Joel become a tag team, and then he replaces me in the tag team. And then Joel's first son replaces Joel in the tag team and teams with Isaac, and it just becomes a rolling, like, laughing dynasty type of thing. It just keeps keep re- replacing each other in this tag team. Laughing dynasty, indeed. Well, the Lapkin, as Joel likes to be called, Lapkin, well, it's, it's kind of a good guy. <laughs> his surname's Lapping Kinney into one Lapkin. Ah, so, oh, okay, I see. My name is Riley, and you've been listening to BBG Wrestling. So, if you're promoted for a day, promoted an event, Use a wrestler you've worked or trained with. Wrestlers associated to you in some way. If I give you a match type, you'll tell me who you put that match. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so who will be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Opening contest, right? Okay. Um, so t- two people that I've either wrestled with or trained with or whatever. Uh, it's, it's your card. You can make up every match three way, four way, five way, every match into gender. Just right, yeah, yeah. Your show. I get you. I get you. Well, to start with, then we'll have. Um, well, well, we'll do Billy versus Pud from uh, from the show the other week because that was oh, like you couldn't really get a much better you couldn't really get a much better opening match than that. I wish I stayed for that now. I thought we could about this match. <laughs> it'd, uh, it'd be good, you know, it's a good it's a good way to showcase showcase two different two different young talents that maybe maybe uh, whatever this mystery crowd possibly <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be so familiar with. I'm really excited to see how good Pud is when he's 23. Consider how good he is at 16. <laughs> so, That's scary. That's a scary thought. That's a scary yeah. thought. Yeah, you see, see if people like you know, Joe Nelson or could like us too. Mm-hmm. How, how much he's progressed since I first saw him when he was like 15, I think, at rest, the first time I wrestled at Wrestle Island. So what he's doing now with could like us. Like, I've known him since he was, since he was like, I think 10. I'm, yeah. not, I'm <laughs> not totally sure about either 10 or 11. Yeah. I think but, I, yeah. I mean, that, 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 that testament to, how long he's been training and how much work he's put into. Yeah, I think, I think because he was sure. working hard then. He was he was he was talented then when he was eleven or ten or whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think he was. I think he just turned fifteen when I interviewed him in early eighteen. I think. Yeah, he's so good. Um, a comedy style match. A comedy style match. <laughs> um, can I put over my uh, my old tag tag partner PJ Rockefeller? Yes. Uh, one of my one of my, one of my best mates, Steve. He's to be fair, he's not wrestling for years, but we'll bring him. We'll bring him out of retirement for that. Yeah. We'll bring the three D, the three D glasses out of retirement. Um, he and he can go against. We'll bring Madman Manson out of retirement as well. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, bring him, bring them both out. 
Actually, no, 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 no. Scrap that because it never no. works. Comedy versus comedy never works. Yeah, bullshit. Do you want to say man in the comedy? Yeah, yeah, no. We need to. I, I don't know what. I don't know why I went for man. But yeah, so we'll go. We'll go for PJ, and he'll do someone serious that we can. Uh, you can. He's a nice serious wrestler to to have as a foil. Oh, but it's got to be for my history, isn't it? So there's no, there's no yeah. point asking you, really. That's a good. Um, we will have. Uh, you can go. You can go against Boris Kozlov. That'll be. That'll Ooh, be That'd be fun because although but although Boris he has he a bit of comedy. he can't do comedy though, yeah he's got, he's got the, he's got a bit of the comedic stuff in his in his uh, locker he can also be sort of like the tough man foil so I think that would I think that would kind of work uh, both ways there you go we'll stick with that there you go okay your, your, Boris, your women's good. title match um, goodness women's title match okay so we'll go for uh, We'll put Lana in there because I've known Lana for so long. She's someone that I've known since like pretty much her first days training. Because uh, I was kind of involved with GPW at one point when she was first there. So we'll put Lana in there because I've known her so long. Oh, she's crazy. Uh, versus yeah, the first time I saw her, she was a wrestling media card in Manchester. She was against oh, who's that girl from Impact, the witchy one? Oh. I can't remember her name, but yeah, it was a great match. <laughs> I can't remember her name. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean, but don't put me under pressure asking me no, asking me to remember no. names as well. You know, I you know I'm, 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 all, I'm all for names. I'll, I'll, I'll come I'll back. Let me see me at train. You know, yeah. like a name. Um, sorry, yeah. Who's 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 Lana going against? What would, what would be a good match there? What would be a good match there? I'll tell you what. We'll put her in with Rio. Ooh, yeah. I just I just saw Rio at uh, True Grit. She was really good, and she's been. She, She's impressing me a lot recently when, I, when I've seen her. Actually, no, let's make it let's make it a triple threat. Let's put Harley Hudson in there as well because yeah, she's, she's been really, she's been really impressing me recently. So that'd be a good one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, her, her breaking her foot like a year ago seems was she was doing great before that, but since she's come back from her foot injury, it's just been like oh, <laughs> she's been amazing. So. Yeah, just she just she's just really believable. That's that's the thing that that, that always seals it for me. Like a, a lot of a lot of the other factors don't really necessarily resonate with me as much as they would with other people. But as, mm-hmm. if, if if I can buy what you're trying to sell me, if, if I believe it, that's, I find that the only thing that really matters ultimately. Yeah, no, yeah, she slips up to her Monica, nice state of Scouse power, whether it's Scouse girl power. So yeah, she's <laughs> amazing. Um, your mid card title match, so more of a workhorse title. So. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, sorry, <laughs> I keep. Am I allowed to swear? I keep, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to like you know, break out into some gangster rap or anything, <laughs> <laughs> but I keep I keep letting it slip and I'm apologising. Um, workhorse title. I'll tell you, what, we'll, we'll we'll drop we'll do some name dropping. We'll put Daniel Bryan in there. Oh, so, yeah. I, I, I did. I, I was lucky enough to work with uh, Daniel Bryan a couple of times. Oh, when he was over here back in the day when he used to do the camps. And there's not much more of a workhorse than that, really. Surely, so. <laughs> So we'll put Daniel Bryan in with, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, 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 I'll tell you what we'll do. Oh, I'm getting really excited about this and it's not going to happen. <laughs> this is, oh, this is really unfair. You, you, you're tantalizing me. We're going to put Daniel Bryan in with Joey Hayes. Ooh. And I'm now, I'm now excited to see that match that's probably, it's possibly not ever going to happen, but it should. I'll, 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 be, I'll be fun. I'll be yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? That was, that was why, that was why it occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, a hardcore extreme rules. So this could be anything from comedy, twenty-four hour seven stuff, right up to death match. You can just yeah, yeah. Well, we, we won't go, we won't go so far as death matches because I like I, I, it has its market. And I don't have an, an issue with it per se, but like I do, I do find like 
you, they, they tend to ignore psychology a little bit more than uh, I usually enjoy. So we'll, we'll go for like a sort of extreme oh. rules hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I'm just that. Like I said, come on and try and explain it to me. I'm so like. I've got, I've got nothing against it. I've got like. You I, know, I, I can see it. If, at the end of a feud, it's like a hell of a cell or something. Just the feud's got so. We have, yeah. have to go to a death match to end the feud. That's not really what Deathmatch Wrestling is. I know, it's, that's it's, not what Deathmatch Wrestling is. It's just a load of Deathmatches. But again, like I say, I've got nothing against it. There's, there's, there's a market for it, and for, uh, yeah. fair, fair play to them, more power to them. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll go with like a sort of like extreme rules, super, super hardcore, but not quite to the point of it being Deathmatch. We'll definitely have B.A. Rose in there, because uh, yeah, I love B.A. Rose. If you're listening, B.A. Rose, hey, buddy. Um, and he can be against someone else. Gnarly and crazy and hardcore. Who's good? Um, Jenna. <laughs> he wants to be. Why not? Why not? There you go. Why not? We'll, oh, have, him. we'll have him in there as well. That could, be your, that could be your big crazy high spot match. When I interviewed him a couple of years ago, so the first thing he goes when he gets to a venue is just look around, see what he can jump off. That What's the highest <laughs> thing? They'll, they'll, the insurance will let him jump off. <laughs> cool. uh, your tag team title match? Ooh. Um, well, we'll have Crash Boat in there. Oh, there. Good old Crash Boat. Love him. Love. Good old Crash Boat. Hi, Crash Boat. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I said that a lot. Um, yeah, we'll have Crash Boat in there. Um, I feel like it, it, I've only been saying like recent people because obviously like, you know, recency bias and you kind of mm. think things are in, in memory better when, when they've happened uh, more recently. So I'm trying to think of maybe someone from further back, a bit more of a trivia answer to a fucking trivia question or whatever. Oh yeah, why not why, why not have me and Colossus in there? Why not have Sniper and Colossus? Yes. I can't, we, have, we like we wore suits and shit and we had some sort of name but I can't remember what we were called. I, I, oh I, I saw it before. Oh did you actually see it while doing your research? Yeah well whatever whatever the hell we were called it, it was some corny ass name like the 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 business or the the bastards or the, the something <laughs> I cannot remember but yeah. There you go. Well we don't we don't need a name just Sniper and Sniper and Colossus. So yeah we'll 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 fill that role. We'll beat the we'll beat the tar out of Crash Boat. Easy peasy. Yeah, booking myself, going against my own rule and booking myself. So the Black Arrows? No, no. Uh, yeah, the Black Arrows on uh, I'll see, uh, the Proven. No, that's not it. No, uh, <laughs> that's Salmon. Salmon. Yeah, yeah. That's not it. No, it, it doesn't matter. It's something from a long time ago that everybody's forgotten. everybody's forgotten anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think I was thinking of the Black Arrows as, yeah, on the cage match. Those sniper and somebody. <laughs> cool. Then it's your main event. Oh God, right? Yeah, of course we're gonna have a main event, aren't we? Ooh, who's who's in the main event? Well, Rampage is in the main event because Rampage is the man. So Rampage is the main event of any card that he's on. Um, hmm. Hmm. Who have I wrestled that would be a good fit to go against Rampage at this juncture? Oh my, it's so tough. Like I've wrestled about ten thousand fucking people, <laughs> and I feel like anyone that I'm not mentioned is like, I'm, I'm good. Why is he, why is he not saying me? <laughs> not that I'm trying to insinuate that like wrestlers have got egos or anything. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm struggling. We'll put we'll put Rampage in with Dara because Dara's a good egg. Yes, got a lot of time. I've got a lot of time for Dara Diablo. He's a good. He's a good man. Hi Dara, if you're listening, love you. <laughs> be a great card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a sick card, actually, wouldn't it? I'd maybe take myself off and replace myself with someone else. But other than that, it would be a sick card. Yeah. 
Yeah, people, yeah. People, I don't, people don't tend to put themselves in the main events. They tend to just, yeah. Most people tend to put themselves in a tag team match or as part of a big fatal four way. <laughs> yeah. They tend, they tend to put themselves on the card somewhere, so it's, <laughs> I was just running, I was just running out of ideas. <laughs> Typical Booker. Typical Booker. Running out of ideas before he's even started. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was great. That was, that was great. Um, do you want to promote any social media before we go? Oh, sorry. Um, social media. <laughs> Um, I never use it. Like, yeah, I like I'm I'm at real Sean only on, on everything. I think Instagram and Twitter and all that. But I never use it, so you know, feel free to feel free to follow me and not get any posts or updates. No, that's not true. Every every now and then, every now and then, I post stuff on Twitter and like maybe once a month or something. Like you'll on Instagram, you'll get a photo of trading or, or something. So it's worth it. It's definitely worth your time following yeah, me. You get to, you because get to I, you know, I'm a, a and sit together. Mobile. Um, yeah, there you go. At Real Sean only. I put I put links in the description for your social media and for ticket information for the shows you've been discussed earlier for Tidal and Wrestle Island. So yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I love to have you on again yeah, in the future. Yeah, I will see you on Sunday. Oh, you will indeed. Yeah, of course. Training on Sunday should be good. Yes. I look I look forward to it. So thanks for, thanks for having me on. It's been cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Mixed class this week. So. It is indeed. Yeah, for. Uh, for all, for all comers, beginners, advanced, novice, pros, one and all, come ye, come ye. Yeah, I was really <laughs> excited to hear your opinions on what makes a good entrance theme. So, 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 so. Cool, yeah. There should, be, there should be time as well. So I, was, I was a bit worried because I've got a lot of stuff to get through, but like, because each individual class is normally only two hours, but it's, it's three hours for, for the whole thing, so I, I reckon we should get through everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So. <laughs>